enough to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to him. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. What up, what up, what up? Hour number two of the show, off and running. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. Local agents that you get to know one-on-one. In fact, your hometown hero. Yeah, it's like a hero, like having a hero you can call on speed dial because when you have that fender bender Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. and everybody else is doing something else or asleep, you call your Farm Bureau agent, they'll get to work on it right away. So welcome in to the Farm Bureau studio. Roger, I am not going to waste any time. We got a request. You seem to have it ready. Do you want to play it or do you want me to? I've got, I got it. With ready? no further ado, let her rip, Tater Chip, the JSU Sonic Boom. Get the energy going right away. Ready, because here they come. The JSU Sonic Boom. Whenever we need a little energy, we get a little energy from the JSU Sonic Boom. Get ready, sing along. Let's see. Get ready. <laughs> Big finish coming up. The only thing this needs right now, Roger, is some coffee. I'm going to pour some out from High Point Roasters, New Albany, Mississippi. Highpointroasters.com. Order yours today if you haven't already. Needs more cowbell. <laughs> God, fellas, it's great, but i got to have more cowbell. Got to. Got to have more cowbell. <laughs> Dorothy on the Facebook page, we're streaming live on Facebook right now. She says, I love the sonic boom. I do too, Dorothy, and thank you for listening. Uh, I love my coffee right now from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Um, I love the Farm Bureau studio. I love my new wireless charger here I got from C Spire in the C Spire store yesterday. And I just sit my iPhone 8 down on it, and it starts charging on contact. It starts charging. It's really, really cool. All right, and then let me give you a heads up. Uh, Roger, I, get, I typed a number in, so in a couple of minutes, we'll speak with, if everything goes uh, according to plan, noted chef and author, my friend Robert St. John. Y'all can follow him on Twitter. Just spell it out, Robert St. John. And... Um, we're going to talk a little food with him because anytime football season rolls around, we start thinking about talking about food. That's all coming up. You want to be a part of the show? You can be. 
on the uh, Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. You could also text the show if you'd like. Just text away. It's a 601 number. It's 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. If you need the number instead of the letters, try 885-3776. Bulldog Barney text the show, and he said, uh, I may have missed a conversation. Any word on KT destinations? First of all, Barney, you're a poet and don't know it. May have missed the conversation. Any word on KT destinations? Uh, Keaton Thompson, I don't know where uh, he may or may not transfer, honestly. Uh, but, I look, he's going to transfer. Just get ready for that. I don't know where. I'm sure that there will be some opportunities and some places that uh, – We'll be interested in him. No question about it. Right now, though, I'll tell you what I'm interested in. If you're watching on Facebook, it's this guy right here over my shoulder. See his name? I had to swing my microphone out so you can read it. i got to work on this setup here so we can read everything. Robert St. John is joining us right now. Noted chef, author, TV show host, and entrepreneur extraordinaire, restaurateur extraordinaire, but even more so, just a great guy who always brings the energy and makes me happy just talking to him. And it, maybe I'll do the same thing for you. He's on the Divinity phone right now. Robert, man, how in the world are hey. you? Congratulations. It's football season. Yeah, man. It is, uh, you know, football is here, and uh, I'm a happy camper. So we're uh, Getting ready to do some tailgating around here and uh, all across the state. Hope you are uh, you're doing well. Oh yeah, doing well. And I tell you, I'm thinking about food. I woke up kind of thinking about it this morning. I don't know why, because you know, like I boil water and make coffee. That's about the extent of it for me. You, on the other hand, and I just thought immediately, I got to talk to Robert because I think Robert, I've got a lot of people listening to this show who are starting to think about tailgating. Some plan it ahead. Some may wait to the last minute. But let me ask you, you if you yourself right now were getting ready for, a, let's say, a big, huge tailgate for the Southern Miss versus Alcorn State game right there in your hometown of Hattiesburg this weekend, what kind of stuff would right. you be thinking about? Like what direction do you think you might go for food at the tailgate? Well, it's going to be hot. And so I wouldn't be grilling anything this early in the year. Uh, later in the year, typically uh, when we uh, tailgate, I'll do uh, kind of cold stuff earlier in the year, the first third of the season, and then grilling type stuff, you know, October-ish in that area. And then in November, I usually do some type of Creole, shrimp Creole, jambalaya, something like that, some big one pot kind of dish that uh -huh. everybody can do. So really depends on where you are too. I mean, you can grill down here and Hattiesburg can grill and start, but you can't grill in the grove. So that, that limits you a little bit. But, um, so if I were tailgating this weekend, which I, I'm not going to be able to tailgate this weekend, I'd be doing bull shrimp. Uh, and, uh, that's something that can uh, be easily transferred in an ice chest. Okay. Um, I, I make a, a good comeback sauce and do that. We do a smoked tenderloin. Now, when I was a kid growing up, we were going on vacation, and my mother always did an eye brown. Are you familiar with eye brown? No, I'm not. What is that? It, it looks like kind of like a small tenderloin, but it, it comes from the back leg of the steer, 
which is a you know a very uh, often used uh, muscle, right? And then the cow, and so it's uh, fairly tough. It's not very marble, so you really have to marinate that a lot. Now later in life, and since I have access to restaurant making, I get a I get a whole tenderloin and we peel it, and then we cold smoke. Okay. And you really don't want, uh, you know, to incorporate a lot of heat. Okay. But you want you want a lot of smoke around the outside of that thing. Season. Sometimes we can baste it in bacon grease and put some uh, steak seasoning on there. And then finish it in the oven. Uh, you want it to about medium rare and then put it directly uh, into the refrigerator unwrapped. So it'll stop cooking as quick as it can. Okay. And then the cool thing to do with that is... Once it's cold, you can do that a day or so ahead of time. Then slice it as thin as you can. Get some nice, like, maybe King's Hawaiian rolls, something like that. A um, couple of different, like, horseradish mustards, a couple of little condiments. Mm-hmm. And that makes a really, really good. That'll go fast. If you have that and bull shrimp, it's going to go fast. Everybody's going to like it. It's cold. You don't really want to do a lot of hot things. Uh, depending on what kind of beverages you're drinking, that pretty much goes with everything. There's also a smoked crab dip I do. Uh, you know, we're we're an hour north of the Gulf of Mexico, so we're we're big into seafood because a lot of seafood around here. And uh, uh, there's a smoked crab in that we fry crab meat. Crab meat is already cooked, and so you don't want to overcook it again. So we we get a smoker just billowing smoke with almost no heat, as little heat as we can get. Okay. And and once you get that crab meat real smoky and then make this cold dip, it's a good one too. You know, uh, and so I'm kind of making some notes here, um, and, and I'm going back to it. You, you when you're talking about the the miniature tenderloin sandwiches, the boiled shrimp. Yeah. I mean, am I right, Robert? That you know you can eat it with, you know, hold it in your hand. You're not going to have to have like a plate in your lap and a knife and a, in one hand a fork in the other. It's like you can just kind of. You know, yeah. it, it works for the setting of a tailgate, too, is kind of what you're saying, isn't it? it yeah, it's, it's always best to do something handheld. You know, later in the year when it's cold, usually sitting down, there aren't a lot of people, then something like jambalaya, shrimp creole, something like that kind of works. Okay. Um, but handheld is always, even at, at parties, you know, handheld stuff is always best because otherwise, you know, it depends on, you know, your beverage, or if you've got a plate, if you've got a fork got to kind of wrestle your napkin where you put your beverage. Uh, they make some kind of clever plate things now that'll hold a beverage, which are kind of cool. But still, it's not as easy as just eating one of those. I'm telling you, you get that smoked tenderloin, that's seasoned right, medium rare, put a little horseradish mustard or whatever condiment you like, some type of aioli on those King's Hawaiian. That's kind of a, not only tailgate food for us, but that's a, that's kind of beach food. I'll take, uh, we did this uh, just about three weeks ago. We were down at the beach. When I was a kid, you know, my mom would do that eye brown. We didn't have a lot of money. And so she would do that eye brown. You marinate a lot and then just kind of slice it and make roast beef sandwiches. But if you do that with a tenderloin and just take it, keep it in the refrigerator all week, slice it, you know, make some little sandwiches, lettuce, mayonnaise, salt, pepper, really really good yeah y'all follow robert st john on twitter if you don't already he is at robert st john and the saint is just st so uh same as the website robert st john with the st in the middle there robert st john.com if you look him up on twitter uh his profile picture there um, 
it's a big spread of crawfish out on the table. <laughs> it's a uh, pretty apropos right there. Hey, what about fish? What about fish at a tailgate? Um, you know what? If you're going to cook, the only kind of fish you really want to do at a tailgate, in my opinion, is just me. It would be fried catfish, but okay. that's you know it's gonna, it gets into a lot of stuff trying to fry and things sure. like that. So I've never done fish. We sell a lot of fish. We go through uh, eight tons of filleted pinfish a year at Crest City Grill here in Hattiesburg. So, I mean, we know fish. We do a lot of fish. We get a, a fresh fish delivery six days a week. But um, the only thing I would consider doing is, uh, you know, maybe fried catfish. I'm not one of these people either that likes catfish any other way than fried. Mm. You know, we grill all of our goldfish, but catfish, I think, just needs to be fried. Yeah. And uh, so I, I'm not... I'm not big on fish at a tailgate. Okay. But, but certainly if someone had fish at a tailgate and they invited me, I would show up. <laughs> you just show up and see what happens, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, I'd eat some fish. There you go. Yeah, eat and see what happens. Robert St. John on your radio right now on the Divinity Equipment phone. We've talked about, um, so far, if you're taking notes, which I am. you can. If you're watching me on Facebook, you can see I'm writing this down we got miniature smoked tenderloin sandwiches. We've talked about uh, the crab dip. What about dessert, Robert? Something sweet this time of year at a tailgate. What, what would you have in mind? Well, again, it needs to be handheld, okay. in my opinion. Ice cream's going to melt. Uh, you know, you don't want anything hot. Um, I go for uh, brownies. Uh, cookies are pretty commonplace. Brownies are not. I mean, as long as they are made half, even a bad, brownies are like pizza. I've always said even a bad pizza is pretty good. <laughs> but uh, brownies are that same way. You know, even even kind of bad brownies are not so bad. So, right. Um, brownies, I do a caramel brownie that's uh, pretty tasty, and so we'll take those. I've got a, a, a recipe in one of my books, uh, I think it was the, do the second or third book, one of the deep south parties, maybe. And uh, there's sweet potato brownies in that. Well, that's good. But these caramel brownies is typically one of the best. Robert St. John on your radio right now. Uh, I don't know if we lost him or not. I think we still have Robert. Um, Roger, you can let me know. But uh, let me let me give you a couple heads up real quick. Robert um, is like chef of all chefs. It's certainly, if you've ever been to any of his places in Hattiesburg, you're going to know that. The Crescent City Grill, which he mentioned. You've heard me mention the Purple Parrot uh, there in Hattiesburg where I'm going to have dinner with you, football um, football talk with me, dinner, football, film study on October 15th at Purple Parrot. Get your tickets at my website, mattwhitemedia.com. So if you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and Robert's also... We are looking forward to that, too, man. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I think so. You know, Robert, because I was looking at it, on the night of the 15th, when I'll be there with you, um, I know you'll be coming back in, uh, Purple Parrot, October 15th, Hattiesburg. That's the week that Southern Miss will be getting ready to host Louisiana Tech. Okay? It's also the week that State will be getting ready to host LSU, and Ole Miss will be getting ready to host Texas A&M. Do you think we'll have anything to talk about? <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe just a little. <laughs> just a little. I agree. Um, I, I I can't wait, Matt. You do such a great job 
breaking down plays and, and letting guys like me who are huge football fans like all my life, but maybe don't quite know. I, I'm, I'm level one or two, and I, that's about as deep as I can get on the, the technical thing, but I, I learned so much from watching your uh, chalk talks on uh, YouTube and everything. I mean, seriously, I watch those all the time, and, and I learned a lot, so I'm really looking forward to you doing this in person, especially since <laughs> I'm not going to have to really go anywhere. I walk across my office <laughs> and go to that, but that uh, it's going to be a fun night. We'll have some good food and we're looking forward to your uh, visit to the bird. Man, I can't wait. And, and you know, it goes by so quickly. October 15th will be here before we know it. But I really am looking forward to it as well. Hey, and Robert, a few of these recipes that you mentioned, and I've got them here in an email. You mind if I share those online and on social media, maybe with some of my listeners? Oh, man. Man, I wish you would. I wish you would. And I, and I hope everybody, like yourself, especially anybody, anytime someone buys you know, one of my cookbooks or something like that, I said, man, get that thing dirty and dog-eared. So <laughs> hopefully uh, you'll put those up and and everybody will take time to make at least one of them, if not all of them. Yep, absolutely. Hey, Robert, thank you, buddy. It's great to hear your voice, and I'm going to see you soon. Matt, you're a good man. You keep up the good work. You tell the homecoming queen I said hey. I certainly will. Thank you so much. Have a great <laughs> day. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Robert St. John. Y'all follow him on Twitter. I mean that. Go to his website, robertstjohn.com, robertstjohn.com. Books, cookbooks. He's a writer. A couple of them. Blogger. You got some, Roger? I've got one of uh, his collected articles from the Uh the old Clarion Ledger days. That's right. He did a column for the Clarion Ledger for years. Of course, he's got the television show, Palette to Palette, with the artist Wyatt waters over at yeah. uh, mpb they travel all over the place and uh it's just um neat neat guy just great guy you know he does somebody, a lot of stuff too for charity oh boy they have i, I don't want to the speak extra out tables of one thing they, thank you yeah. i'm glad yeah. you said that i was going to say extra table i just want to make sure i got it right yeah. what a neat charity that is um right there in the hattiesburg area of you know identifying people who don't have enough food now, yeah serves other areas too now Oh, great. Great. Yeah. yeah, servicing people, you know, kind of identify people who don't have enough food and feed them at, at no cost. You know, so it's a great, great cause as well. So y'all check out his website, robertstjohn.com. Yeah, you, all right. One one quick question about the, the, your dinner. All have right. you figured out what's on the menu there? Well, we'll see, and that's going to be up to Robert. Oh, okay. Um, he mentioned some options, and I'm I'm not a connoisseur. I'm trying to learn to be. You know, to me, I've just always been, I, I don't know, maybe it's being a redneck, you know, or a hillbilly. But I, I've always been like, man, I love bologna sandwiches. I <laughs> oh, have no, wait, wait, fried bologna sandwiches. Yeah, you can give me one every day. I'm happy. Yeah. But I'm learning to appreciate the finer things, I think. And so in terms of food and options, uh, there in Hattiesburg, I'm going to kind of leave it up to him. At least fried bologna sandwiches. You know <laughs> well, I promise we'll have better that. than that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I promise we'll have better than that. So, yeah, Roger, I have miniature smoked tenderloin sandwiches. Oh, man, like little tenderloin sliders. Right. I've got that recipe from Robert in an email sitting right here in front of me. Instructions, um, ingredients, everything, even right. Over. Right on down to the the amount of wood chips that you're going to need. 
um, to smoke it the way you want to. I've got that recipe sitting in front of me. I also have, here it is, smoked crab dip. Got it. Looking at it right here. Oh, that is so good. Half cup cream cheese, half cup sour cream, horseradish, red onion, celery, parsley, lemon juice, garlic salt, creole seasoning, black pepper, hot sauce, crab meat. Yeah, buddy. How much crab meat goes in there? Uh, let's see. It says. You ought to post. You got to post these recipes. I'm going after to. We, after we tantalized everybody's taste buds. Well, and I'm going to. Like I say, I've got the recipes right here in front of me. So I think what I may, you know, I'm not really sure how to like tweet a document. Um, so I think what I may do. Take a screenshot. I'm going to take a screenshot of it. And I'm going to put it on Facebook and on Twitter. How about it's that? handy-dandy Windows Snip tool. Are you, are you on Mac now? Yeah. Well, on Mac, you can hit Shift-Command-4, and then you can decide whatever you want to screenshot. You can just highlight it. Have you heard about the latest uh, Shaq and Kobe dust-up? Well, yeah. Kobe said if Shaq had been in shape, he'd have won a lot more championships. Yeah, if he had his work ethic. <laughs> Which he didn't. Did I you mean, see like, what Shaq said back? What did he say? He said... You'd have had 12 if you passed the ball more, especially <laughs> in the finals against the Pistons. That's great. Hashtag facts. And he says, oh, you don't get statues. And he's got a picture of him pointing up to that one Reese grabbing on the rim, you know? That's great. Shaq's hilarious. Though. Shaq's more like me. He's more interested in these caramel brownies recipes like the one Robert <laughs> St. John just sent me. We'll get that one sent out for you. Follow us on Twitter, at Radio Wyatt. Hour number two, rolling along. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. I'm busy right now, Roger. I'm screenshotting these recipes from Robert St. John. All right, so they're screenshotted. Now it's just a matter of sending them out here in a minute, which I will do. So follow me on Twitter at Radio Wyatt and um, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. Check it out there. Yeah. Check it's all the voice of experience there with that. Hey, look, I ain't trying to cook anything on the grill in August. Right. <laughs> or September. Well, and you know, you heard him say, Keep like, there's cool. some places that you can't grill, like the, the Grove. Grove. Yeah. How about that? You should have that catered anyway, I mean. Yeah. On Twitter, Jason says, hey, Matt, y'all got the theme to Hill Street Blues laying around since y'all are taking requests today? <laughs> we take a request, it seems like, every day for the Sonic Boom. They're just that popular. Um I used to have some TV show theme songs on the old soundboard. I don't even know if they're still over here or not. It seems like I may have deleted all those. Oh, I got Taxi. I love the Taxi theme song. You want to hear that? <laughs> What's that do for you? <laughs> I don't know. We'll just listen to the Taxi theme song. Uh, let's see. On the... Text line, 885-ESPN, unnamed texter, says, Matt, what do you need a tailgate 
recipe for you're in a press box. Yeah, I know. You never know. Well, I mean, like, might cook it up on a Sunday, watch a little NFL football. This is, look, this show isn't about me. It's about you. I am merely the conduit of information and entertainment. I'm passing, it's passing through me on to you. <laughs> you don't need You're all like that. You're like the colon of this information. <laughs> I'm literally the colon here. Hey, Roger, the comedian Steve Martin. Yeah, love that guy. He's a fun follow on Twitter. A couple of years ago, he tweeted, he tweeted, something's wrong with my colon. And then that was followed by a semicolon. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. <clears throat> He's a wild and a crazy guy. Fletch on the text line. So, Roger, with Matt, he said he's trying to appreciate the finer cuts of meat. Does that mean he's going from bologna to pimento loaf? <laughs> yeah, baby. Maybe a braid to that back ham. You know what I brought up to Roger? Do y'all remember? They even still sell those. It's like a slice. It's like sliced ham, but there's cheese already in it <laughs> in the grocery store. Remember yeah, they do. About? Is it like chunks of cheese? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Kind of like a combination. The taxi theme song. Stay cool, my babies. <laughs> Danny DeVito hadn't changed a bit in 40 years, except his hair is a different color. That's it. All righty. On the Divinity Equipment phone line, Warren. Is it the same Warren as earlier? Yeah, another question for you. What's up, Warren? Uh, I wanted to ask you a question. And I'll hang up after I ask him. All right. How long could you put up with Jim from Tuscaloosa calling in and going on and on and on about something? Um, I wouldn't be able to really put up with it too long. You know, the thing about it is, Warren, there's a certain level of respect that I think you have to hand over to anybody. If I get on the radio and I advertise a phone number for you to call or for anyone to call, which, you know, Paul will tell you. He told me in an interview a couple of years ago. I interviewed him for a podcast, and, and Feinbaum said that, you know, they made a decision early on with his show that it was going to be based on callers. It was not going to be him talking. It was They were just going to react and bounce off each other. So if you make that decision, that's what you're going to do. You're going to open it up to calls. Then I think, and, I, and honestly, I didn't used to do this. I, when I first started in radio, sometimes I'd cut people off. I didn't like it. I'd just hang up. But I've changed on that because I think, okay, that's not fair. If I say, here's the phone number you call, then that means there's going to be some things that I maybe don't like or get tired of. But I have to be really picky and choosy about who I'm cutting off and hanging up on. <laughs> but a lot of that stuff I wouldn't be able to. And, you know, the other thing, too, is like like Warren, when you call you are yourself, you use your name. It's okay if somebody wants to use another name when they call, but if there's a whole lot of shtick and it just kind of goes overboard and it becomes constant and every single day, then you have to think about all the other listeners. And you can't, just because this one wants to do this thing, you can't run all the other listeners off because of him. And truthfully, on that show, they've kind of bordered on that at times, I think. It's kind of dangerous being a regular caller over there. On Feinbaum shows, you've know, got the Feinbaum curse. 
know, oh, yeah. starting to catch on. You know, you've got so many people, the regular callers, but dying. It's kind of like the Madden oh, curse. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Boy, wasn't that a sad thing about Tammy? Yeah. All of them. Oh, Weird. Yeah, that was that was tough. Hey, speaking of, and this is awful. You, you bring up, hey, Roger, since you bring up death, here's <laughs> thanks, a story for you. Thanks for bringing the room on down. <laughs> yeah, how do we pick this one back up? No, listen. Let's smile upside down. You see this thing? It was about a golf ball. Somebody apparently threw a golf ball at this guy's car, and he ran over him. This is in Georgia. This guy's a lawyer. He is the lawyer is alleged to have run over and killed a guy who happened to be a father of two who reportedly threw a golf ball at this lawyer's Mercedes. This is according to the district attorney over there. Brian Schmidt, prosecutors allege that Brian Schmidt purposely swerved his Mercedes into Hamid Jahangard fatally striking the father of two. Now, now why did Hamid throw the golf ball at him? Is that in the story? Okay, I read through some of this. It's really long. I don't want to read through all of it. Let me see if I can get to the high points for you, Roger, because we need that detail, don't we? Yeah. All right. He's a Georgia lawyer. Brian Keith Schmidt, 48 years old, indicted on August 23rd on felony murder and aggravated assault. In the August the 1st death of 60-year-old Hamid Jahangard. They say that he drove his 2011 Mercedes CLS 550 into and struck him, who he died three days later, blunt force injuries to the head. According to a police report, Schmidt claimed he accidentally hit him in the driveway of his Sandy Springs rental property after Schmidt swerved to avoid a trash can. An investigation began. Um, Schmidt, who hit him, was at the scene when police arrived. Told investigators he was headed north, blah, blah, blah. You know, tried to miss a trash can, all of that. He alleged that as he drove closer, he saw Jahangard make a throwing motion with his arm and saw either a rock or golf ball come out of his hand and hit his car. In this case, the the make of the car is not important. And since the uh, penalty for that is death. According to the report, Schmidt said he turned his car around, drove back to Jahangard, asking him why he threw the golf ball at his car. He said Jahangard told him to blank off. It's none of your business. So he's now indicted for murder. All because of what now, I think if you boil this down, is road rage. Yeah. Because somebody threw something at his car. Wow. There you go, Jason. You can't put in a request to Roger that he can't answer. Hill Street Blues on the way to the break. (laughs) Y'all stick around in the Farm Bureau studio.
Da-da-da. Yeah, back on the show. Just uh, posted the Robert St. John tailgating recipe suggestions. When I say tailgating, recipes that are suggestions for an early football season tailgating scene. <laughs> Got it? And the crowd I, is just on its feet here. <laughs> I just posted them on my Twitter feed, at Radio Wyatt. They are for smoked tenderloin sandwiches. Uh, caramel brownies and uh, there's one more. Where is it? There's three of them. What's the other one? Smoked crab dip. Sounds very promising. Dad gummit. Look at that. Okay, so now they're on Twitter at Radio Wyatt. Robert St. John has retweeted it. You'll see them there. If you're waiting for it on Facebook, I'll get it there for you just a little bit later. How about that? All right. Final segment on today's show. You can be a part of the show. Plenty of time for that. So hit me up like others have today on the Divini Equipment phone line. Divini Equipment in Madison and Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. Here is the number. 995-1059. 995-1059. It's a 601 area code, so give me a call. You could text me at 885-ESPN. 885-ESPN. It's a 601 number. Couple of news stories for you, Roger. Lay it on. Now, I go back. I've got to go get that clipper because I always say it from the movie "Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?" When Pete looks at Everett and says, "That don't make no sense. <laughs> that don't make no sense." We have other favorite lines from it. You don't tell your pappy how to cut the electorate. Hey, who did court the electorate the best? Roger, who won the elections and stuff last night? Yeah, I got it. I think uh, Tate had got the, he won the Republican runoff, and uh, I believe uh, Lynn Fitch ah. won the runoff for the Attorney General. Okay. So it's a That's runoff. That's happening when I went to bed anyway. All right. So it's a runoff. Well, I mean, now, now I guess they'll go to November to the, you know, the main election. Okay. Main election is in November. Okay, got it. Got it. Had a yeah, this was a runoff from the primary. There was only a few races. A lot of more settled in the, the counties for you know county offices, but yeah. statewide, those are the only two I knew about. Now, here's the story I say that doesn't make any sense. They had a rain out. Well, rain delay at Miller Park. In Milwaukee, a stadium that has a retractable roof. Now, let me just ask you some questions. How much does it cost to put in a retractable roof, okay, in your arena, in your stadium? What's that cost? What kind of effort? Man hours, elbow grease, planning. I mean, and this is a solid roof. This is not just a sunscreen. It's a solid roof. It's retractable. It's a and solid it's up roof. there where the snow is, so it's pretty sturdy. What's the point in having spent money for a retractable roof when you can't retract it? <laughs> what they say was wrong? <sighs> the retractor broken? They had a rain delay in the seventh inning Tuesday night in a ballpark with a retractable roof. It was a one-to-one tie game between the Brewers and the Cardinals. Okay, 
It began to pour. The roof was wide open. And it takes a few minutes for the fan-shaped panels to close. So play had to be stopped for nine minutes as fans in the lower seats scampered for cover. With the roof finally closed, the grounds crew came to put a drying agent on the mound and play resumed with Brewers reliever Matt Albers returning to the mound. So all I'm saying is this. What's the protocol? Do we not know how close we must detect rain in the area to give ourselves time to get the roof shut? Yeah, well, if it's even threatening rain, just go ahead and close it. I'm sure the fans probably prefer it open. Man, have you looked at that thing? That's impressive it, it piece is. of engineering there. Well, it really is. They all are. All these retractable roofs are, or as they say up north, Ross, uh, Roger, roofs. And the way that they're the way that they're situated, each one underneath supports the the one on top of yeah. The, you know, it's layered in there, right? But I guess what I'm saying is, what's the point in having one? That's what I mean. A retractable roof. If you don't have a set in stone, here's why we have it. And if it's open, and it happens to start raining five miles from here in any direction, all we got to do is hit one button. The roof closes, and we don't get. Rain delays at Miller Park. I'll bet you a guy in accounting didn't want to turn on the air conditioning. <laughs> I just don't get it. Can you imagine what that would cost? Yeah. Um, something stupid like that. Don't do yoga poses from an from a balcony 80 feet in the air. A Mexican college student is alive after falling 80 feet from her balcony while practicing a yoga pose. That, that was really a downward dog. I mean, really downward. <laughs> uh, Alexa Terrazas. Terrazas? Terrazas. Teresa? <laughs> Doggone, I don't know how to pronounce it. She's 23 years old. Teresa Damascus. She was known to do yoga on her sixth floor apartment's balcony, often using the guardrail as a prop for extreme poses. There is a picture here, Roger, just before she fell. If you can picture this, you know, you're 80 feet in the air, okay? You're outdoors on a balcony. You're way on up there, sixth, seventh floor. I'm assuming it's quite a scenic vista. Oh, it's beautiful. She got up for a background there for her selfie. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, but she's upside down. Roger, think about like the rail of a balcony 80 floors up. You walk out, and she's not on the inside part of it. She's hanging on the edge of the balcony outside of it. Oh, my God. Really? Upside down. Using She's in a, like picture someone seated in a chair, but turned upside down. She's in that pose using the strength of her legs to hold her on the rail. She fell. She fell. But she's alive. Yep. That's Brought to a hospital, 11 hours of surgery. Considered to be in critical condition as of Monday. Fractures to both legs and arms, hips and head. Good. Doctors had to reconstruct her legs. It may be three years before she walks again. Uh, neighbors saw her perform the upside-down pose over the edge of her terrace. The rail is structurally sound. It ain't the rail's fault. 
game wasn't structurally sound. You know, it, it's just not kosher to get on here and pick on somebody who's like, fighting for their life. But I just have to say, man, it's like, what is it, natural selection? I mean, come on. You've that's got exactly to, what I was thinking. That's what you were thinking, right? I mean, we've got to know our limitations to a degree. All this stuff of, you know, I want to be Instagram famous by doing crazy stuff and walking out on ledges and taking videos of it and everything, and I want to get a million clicks. Those million clicks aren't, aren't worth it. It's not worth it. Congratulations. You're famous, and you can't walk. Uh, exactly. Let's see. Here on the text line, look at this. It says, be back soon. New chicken sandwich at Popeye's. We apologize that this location is out of chicken sandwiches. What location is it? <laughs> Somebody texted us a picture of this sign on the wall right there, and it says, um, the text says, this should solve a chicken sandwich issue. Um, he's saying take, so he's getting abners for his tailgate. Is that, is that, I was wondering if that was current. Is, is, is this a result of everybody... Mass stampeding away from KFC where they're <laughs> their fake chicken. I Excuse read me, that beyond chicken. They it I can't believe it. Roger, it's a real thing. Y'all listen, Roger just brought it up. If you haven't heard this, it's a real story out there. Did they they haven't put it on like the menu yet, but they are experimenting with it at KFC in their R and D research and development. And all uh, the people are all the Use stand-ups. They're all, they love it. it. tastes just like the chicken. It's just like chicken. It's not chicken. And Burger King's got a burger, the, the uh, Impossible Burger or whatever. Yeah. It's also vegetable-based. <laughs> so, I prefer a vegetable-based version than this other thing I heard they were doing where they're growing meat in a Petri dish. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need that. Give me the vegetable I'm burger. never going to touch it. I am not touching it. You're growing it in a dish. I don't care what you tell me about the science. If it was not birthed, birthed, born, <laughs> and run around out there eating grass at some point, and hey, I'm not touching it. Now, would I starve before I would try it? No. But I'm going to exhaust all other options. And you should too. So that was in Clinton. It's a Popeye's chicken in Clinton that says they're out of the new chicken sandwich. Must be a good sandwich, man. I don't understand going to Popeye's for a sandwich, though. That's if, your favorite joint. I forgot. It is my favorite. If I go to Popeye's, I'm getting strips or on the bone every time. I don't want bread. That's just wasted space. And, that's good, too. Black and what? They have got blackened chicken strips. Wait a minute. Bread. At Popeye's? Yeah. Blackened chicken strips. I'm going to have to try that. Got to ask for it. I'll try them tonight and report back to you tomorrow, Roger. Got it. See y'all tomorrow. There you go. You do it. See y'all tomorrow in the Farm Bureau studio. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.